The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and with me today again. Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are again remote in different locations doing our social distancing for the pandemic. And uh, I guess we'll just dive into it. The last couple of weeks on Good Money Moves, we talked about folks who have lost their job due to the pandemic and things we can do to manage money when things are tough and uncertain. What are we going to cover this week? So this week, we're going to cover something a little bit happier. We're getting some money for once, right? So these stimulus checks, the stimulus package that was passed um, in March by Congress, uh, we're just going to talk through some really good ways to use those funds effectively. Um, And so, but before we really dig into that, let's just make sure everybody's on the same page about what the stimulus checks are. So they are part of uh, the CARES Act, which stands for Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Um, And that is what Congress passed. Um, It's a $2 trillion aid package. It's intended to help those impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. And and in that package, um, there's help for individuals, businesses, healthcare entities, educational entities, as well as state and local governments. We're just going to be focusing on the individuals portion of the CARES Act. The you and me um, part. Yes, yes. The, you know, the part everybody else is thinking about, you know, now that they're maybe out of work or wondering what's coming next in their lives, their personal lives. Um, but essentially what the, the individuals portion of this act offers is a $1,200 check to eligible adults who earned up to $75,000 or $2,400 to couples who filed their taxes jointly up to $150,000. And that's based off of your 2019 adjusted gross income on your 2019 tax return filings. And if you've got kids, you'll get an additional $500 for each of those children under the age of 17. And then people who are receiving Social Security benefits, um, they didn't maybe necessarily file a tax return, but those that group of people is also still eligible to receive the benefits. Okay, Janet, is it correct that for those of us who are going to owe the federal government and wait until the deadline to file and pay our 2019 taxes they're going to go back to the previous year correct if you have not filed by the time they start distributing these checks they will use your 2018 adjusted gross income okay. to determine your eligibility because there are a lot of folks who have not filed yet that's for correct. sure correct yep that's a good point yep yep okay so so in essence what we're saying is uh if you have that family of four i guess what the average family of four you're going to get around $3,400, which is, yeah, that's pretty significant amount of money for most folks. When can we expect to start seeing the money? 
Andy, that's a great question, and the question that's probably on everybody's mind. Um, so the stimulus checks are actually going to begin to be dispersed around April 15th. So I've, I've seen some say that they'll start dispersing as early as April 9th. Others are saying later, but so right around mid-April, the government's going to start direct depositing these stimulus checks into your banking accounts. Now... If you didn't opt in for direct deposit when you filed your most recent tax filings, or you don't have direct deposit on file for Social Security for some reason, anything like that, then you will receive a paper version of your check. So you'll still get the you'll still get your stimulus check if you're eligible, but those payments aren't going to start being mailed until late April, early May. And based on just the processing time frame that comes with paper checks, um, there's some people who may not receive those until late, early September. Unfortunately, so, there's nothing you can do about it now either. I mean, you, you can't go back and sign up for direct deposit in order to have this happen magically this time around. Well, the, so yes and no. Um, so the government is working on building a web-based portal for people oh. to go in and, and securely enter their banking details um, if they want to get their stimulus check sooner so that they could be set up for direct deposit and then the wait time on that would be less. Um, it's not something that's currently in place yet. Once it is, it'll be on the IRS government website. Um, there's, again, they're still developing that tool so if you're one of those people who finds out well because the way that they're structuring these stimulus checks that they're mailing is based on income level so those with the lowest income twenty thousand and below are going to get their paper check mailed first if they don't have the direct deposit okay um, option figured out and then the higher dollar amount incomes are going to get theirs closer to september all right, so that is something to stay tuned for when the government mm-hmm. has this ready to roll out, and I'm sure that'll be covered on the news right here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Oh, yeah. We'll try to disperse that information as quickly as we can. So we've got the basics down. Most individuals, 1200 bucks, 2400 bucks for a couple up to certain income limits, and if you have some kiddos, $500 a piece as long as they're... 17 years and younger. Now, <laughs> what should we do with that money? What is the best way? What, what would be a good, what kind of things would be good money moves for that, uh, that, that stimulus money we're going to receive from the federal government? Sure. I think all of us like to receive money. Who doesn't? And, you know, you think of the things you could do with it. That's the first place my mind goes. Yes. However, I think the stimulus check, it's very much dependent on your situation, um, each family's situation that they're going through. You know, if someone isn't able to make ends meet, maybe because they're not working, um, you have to make sure your immediate needs are met. So immediate needs being food, um, bills, rent, you know, food and shelter. That's the big thing that most right. people need. Um, those, are, those are quite important to think about first. Um, and even, you know, looking at food and rent, you really want to put food over rent because maybe you can work with... Um, who you rent from or your mortgage company. Um, A lot of people are helping out with things right now. So your mortgage company or or your landlord may give you a deal on rent for the month or two to help you out. This goes back to that whole idea of communicate with folks, right? 
Stay in touch, talk to them, let Mm -hmm. them know what your situation is. Yep. And I think everyone has to take that upon themselves to do that. You know, I think that's hard. I'm trying to tell my you know, children in their mid-20s that are first going through something, they're just becoming adults, that it's up to them to pick up the phone and call. Your creditors aren't going to call you. Call them. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. So I think it's, it's important for people to, you know, see what programs are out there that they can take, a, take advantage of um, and then allocate funds after they find that out. Okay. So check out your options. Mm-hmm. Um, explore some of the resources that are out there and, and uh, take another look at it. Right. For example, like some of the things that we're doing at First Alliance here is that we're helping people if they have loans with us to make some skip payments. Um, if you can skip a payment here or there, um, defer loan payments, you know, try to stretch something out to make it a lower payment. Um, we're working with each individual person that gives us a call to say, hey, how can we, you know, what can we do? Um, you might be able to put, um, maybe they'll put off using some of your stimulus money for loans that you don't, then you can use that for your immediate needs. So if you can do a skip payment here, you can save maybe that $300 from your car payment and use that toward those immediate needs, things that are priority for you. And right now, we, we normally have a fee for that skip payment. We're not charging fees on those right now. So trying to help people out that way. Um, I think, you know, you have to think of the necessities. So people should be, you know, when people get their tax refunds, a lot of people you hear are going to buy a new couch or they're going to buy this or they're going to pay for carpet or something for the home. This isn't created for that. This isn't the purpose of the stimulus checks. It's to help people survive through this crazy time. So not looking at, you know, if you have non-necessities, those should be avoided at this time. Just get the necessities and things your family needs to survive. Especially if you're in a situation where your income stream is gone or uncertain. And there's a lot of folks out there, depending on how long this goes, that perhaps is secure right now, but a month or two down the road, they may not be secure. So I imagine hold on to it. If you don't absolutely need to spend it right now, hold on to it so it's there in reserve in case you do need it to keep a roof over your head or food in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back and we'll discuss some more um, great ways, good money moves for your stimulus money from the federal government through the CARES Act. That's coming up on Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble. And Michelle Dodd. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about the federal stimulus money that's flowing down the stream and will be arriving in your bank accounts in coming weeks for most of us. Mm -hmm. We're uh, thinking of good money moves, ways to use that money for what it was intended and uh, to make sure that we have a roof over our head and food in our t- stomach and uh, our obligations are met. What what are some of the other things that we need to keep in mind before we spend the stimulus money? Uh, I think one really important thing that, to keep in mind for everyone is um, with everything going on right now, we don't know what the long-term potential changes are going to be to your financial you know, status. So we're in the right now. Um, and I love that you know the government jumped on this right away. 
But what we're seeing is a lot of people aren't, you know, there's a lot of people impacted right now, but there's several that aren't quite yet impacted. Um, they might still be working. So just because you're still working doesn't mean that in three weeks or in three months that it's not going to impact you, this COVID-19. Um, more is going to happen. There's going to be more financial strain um, that could come down the road. So my best advice would be if you don't need it for essential items right now to put that in your savings account and save that. If you don't have that emergency fund in a savings account, you just got it from the government. They've helped you out with that. At least a start to it. At least a start, that's for sure. I've heard a few conversations among my peers, those of us who are, you know, we're, we're edging not two retirement years yet, but we're it's kind of on the horizon for us. And our children are, like you mentioned, Michelle, your children are now in their 20s and starting their adult lives. And boy, this is... This is a great way to drive that that lesson home. Uh, you know, this is this is exactly why you want to have an emergency fund. Right. This is you know, you, when you're doing that and you can't foresee the circumstances where it would always be advantageous to have that money aside that you're not touching except for an emergency. Uh, it's pretty, you know, it's it, it takes a lot of discipline to build that up. But when you see something like this, can just out of nowhere happen and affects the entire world this is why you have an emergency fund exactly why you have one that's for sure and just think of it think of it as what if you put in your savings account you only to be used in emergency purpose and you didn't need it for this and then you can find ways to build your savings account up someday you've got a little extra money that the government gave you that you could enjoy yeah hopefully (laughs) you'd be blessed if you're in that situation that's for sure (laughs) Hopefully, I was it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> in that case, you can provide that economic stimulus for all these businesses out there that need customers when when things calm down. Or even now, you know, there's a lot of folks who are still open that, you know, fast, you know, not fast food, but takeout food, keep the restaurants open and things like that, if you're lucky enough to be in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be some other good money moves for the stimulus money? Well, I think piggybacking off what you just said, spending their money locally. Um, you know, if you if you are lucky enough to not need that for necessities, can you or can you buy those necessities at a local small a small grocery store? You know, I know the big box stores are open. We hear a lot about them, but supporting our small you know small business owners as much as we can because they're being impacted by this as well. So if we can show that local support with some of that stimulus money, that would be a great way to spend it. And that might yeah. keep a few more people employed who might have otherwise lost their jobs while this is going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a really great point, Michelle. Spending your money locally is, it's always a good choice to make, um, regardless of if it's stimulus money or not. Um, Anytime you can invest money into your locally owned businesses, you're actually making a greater impact on your immediate economy, which in a lot of ways has a, a greater impact on your direct financial picture than does the global and national level of economy. While those are important to pay attention to, your local economy has a much greater impact on your bottom line. Yeah, I wonder if that might be one of the silver linings of all of this when it's all said and done, that that awareness of that will be really in the forefront for many of us, that rather than go online and order from one of these, you know, cloud-based shopping systems that wander on down to the local store and see see if they actually have it or they can order it for you. Andy, I was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
more, yeah, more I local think shopping will happen after this. I hope so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, Absolutely. before we spend it, I imagine we're going to go revisit budgeting. You bet. You because otherwise <laughs> we don't know what we're going to spend it on. Then. We don't budget. That's right. Yep. So if you can budget your money, start looking at the bigger picture. Um, you know, determine where your funds are most useful to keep you financially stable. So obviously those necessities come first. But if you've got some extra, then then you can use that for local purchasing, maybe takeout from a restaurant or something on that line. Um, again, that budget is so important to know where you're at. And even if you had one before and now your work situation or your income situation has changed, you know, maybe do a couple of months with the stimulus money in there. If you know, once you know what you're going to get back and can figure that out, that is where it makes the most sense to be using that at this time. Um, be very intentional about how you're using your money. You know, I think just because you're bored at home and you have nothing to do, don't be spending it online buying different things that you don't necessarily need. Um, you want to make it last as long as you can. Like I said, if you can get some of that in your savings account for later, for future things that could happen, that'd be a great way to do it. But I know boredom does set in, so you have to be disciplined and not be using that and doing it online. That's too easy to have it spent the wrong way. Yeah, we have no idea at this point just how long this is going to last. We're all hopeful that it's, you know, a shorter than longer duration, but even the, you know, the epidemiologists aren't in agreement. These models are all over the place as to when the peak will come and when the uh, the, the decline will occur and when it'll be safe to reopen. And yeah, be prudent for sure. Yep. Now there might be some people out there who truly don't need the stimulus money. You know, they could be still working both jobs. They could be, you know, if they have a dual income, um, they could be doing okay with that. Another great way to spend that stimulus packet would be to give it back to local organizations who are, you know, being dramatically impacted by all they're having to do. I know there's a lot of them in the community that are stepping up to do everything they can to help people as well. Maybe give some back to them. That would be a really nice thing to do too. Some charitable giving for sure. Mm-hmm. Right, I look at great. the Channel One Food Bank and how much, how much food is being distributed right now in the in the Rochester area and the surrounding areas. It's, it's truly impressive. Yes, it is. I imagine the last thing in the world I want to do is pull it out in cash and just go wild. <laughs> that does not seem like a great idea. I would have Sounds to Sounds like with fun. You. <laughs> where are you, well, you can't, where are you going to go? The mall's closed, Andy. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I can have it in my pocket and feel really good. <laughs> I think we talked about it last week. You know, um, your money is, is safe for being deposited in your bank or your credit union account. Um, you can electronically be using your debit card um, to get funds out when you need them. Um, I know I'm not good with cash in my pocket. I go somewhere with cash, and even if it's a local convenience store, and I can spend 30 bucks where I oh, probably yeah. would have spent 5 if I didn't have cash. Um, you know, keeping it, keeping it here. Also, we talked, I think that money is dirty. Um, so if you're the only one touching your debit card, you slide it to the machine. Nobody else is touching that. That's a nice safety feature as well. Um, you can set up auto payments for any payments that you have. Yeah. You can do that through the financial institution or you can do that online. Uh, also, if you're going to send money person to person, uh, we have something on our website called Zelle. So you can move money to like if, if my children do call and need some money, as a parent, I'm going to help them. That would if, be a really great way for me to send it. I like you said, if. <laughs> like I said, I'm hopeful. <laughs> that was a sarcastic if. I got it. I got it. I never really thought about I, you know the money being dirty, but you're right. How many hands has this passed through? How many drawers has it been in? And Yeah. 
it is something to have in the back of your mind. And we have mentioned before the financial institutions in this country going into this rock-solid condition as far as their ability to <laughs> respond. So your money is still insured by the federal government, and uh, it's not something you really need to be concerned about. Keep it safe. Absolutely. All right. We're going to come back and continue with good money moves maybe talk about the stimulus money in relationship to the debt we owe that's all coming up next jenna tobble and michelle dodd with me andy brownell on news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm we're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell, Michelle Dodd, and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union talking about the stimulus checks going out through the federal stimulus package arriving in our bank accounts, perhaps days, perhaps a week or so for most. Um, debts. Would it be wise to use this money to pay down my debts? I'm going to go with my old adage. It depends. So honestly, <laughs> if you're, um, if you have a debt that you can completely pay off with that stimulus money, um, and it would lower a payment that you don't have that monthly payment any longer, then it might be a really good idea. Once you've you know consulted your budget that you created, um, be a really good idea to potentially do that. That could help you in the future with having some funds. But if, you've, if you're looking at a lot of debt, you're looking to just make a, a one larger payment, you're still going to have that monthly payment, then I would highly recommend maybe holding off on that, making your minimum payment that you can, and using that stimulus package for those necessities. Once again, assess your situation, look at your budget, and then make your decision. Yeah, because right. you can and always maybe refinance that debt. Rates are really low right now. So it might not be that you have to make that payment. It might be that you can refinance something to get a lower rate and, and save on that in the future. So give the folks at First Alliance Credit Union a call, in other words. Well, that would Always. be fine. We <laughs> Yeah. Well, and just circling back around quickly to what Michelle mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of um, places are offering payment deferments, things like that. So if your big concern about balancing your budget, if you're out of work, is making your loan obligations on time, there's a lot of options for that that you wouldn't necessarily need to use the stimulus money to go towards loans when there's so many other options. You know, using the stimulus funds to really keep your day-to-day -day life moving forward would be the best option. Okay. So in, in review of that, Take a look at where you're at, what's going out the door money-wise, what's coming in the door, including this, remember it's one time, the stimulus check one time, you're not going to get another mm -hmm. one next month or the month after. Uh, and before you make any decisions, depending on what your situation is, if you do have outstanding debt, call your lender and explore some of the options available that might lessen the impact of those payments temporarily, mm -hmm. and then make a plan for that money. Did I kind of yes. cover that? Yeah, Perfect. I think that's a good summary. Okay. <laughs> sounds so easy when I say it that way, but actually it sounds like I've got to do a lot of legwork before I decide how to do this. So that might be the, do your homework first. Yeah. Um, so where can I go to learn more 
because we just kind of skim the surface of this, the, the CARES Act stimulus checks. Where can we find out a lot more about this? Sure. So uh, there's a lot of very good resources out there if you're looking for more information specifically about the CARES Act and the stimulus checks. Um, one really good resource I've come across is from the taxfoundation.org. Um, they have a federal coronavirus relief bill CARES Act page that is full of FAQs um, that go far more in detail than what we were able to get into today to really give you a solid feel for what you'll be eligible for and and how that could potentially affect you based on your specific situation. But of course, um, the IRS and the Department of Treasury websites have very reliable information as well about the CARES Act. Um, if you already have a tax professional that you trust, they would be able to really give you good solid answers as well um, as to what your specific situation would entail um, around these stimulus checks. If you have a lot of complicated questions, that'd be a good resource for you. Um, but if you're just curious about um, how to make good, you know, manage this money that's coming into you, or maybe you're str just struggling financially and the stimulus check is going to be that boost that you really need, um, I would just, of course, go to firstalliancecu.com um, and check out our blog. We have resource pages. We have all kinds of help available online or just reach out to any of our, you know, advisors and we can get you pointed in the right direction. We've got a really solid team of people who, who know what your resources are and can, and help you find out what's going to work best for you. Well, you might as well throw that phone number in then. Yeah. 507-288-0330. That's the First Alliance Credit Union. Jenna Tubble and Michelle Dodd. Pleasure again speaking to both of you. Yes. Thanks, and Andy. And we'll talk again next week with more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.